Where are his parents? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Harold and the Purple Crayon, by Crockett Johnson, published by HarperCollins Publishers. Harold and the Purple Crayon is a story about a little boy with a crayon. Everything he draws with the crayon becomes real. He creates a whole world on the blank space around him, all while trying to find the window to his room so he can go to bed. Will this boy find his window? Will all of his creations be appropriate? Well, grab your Crayolas and let's get to drawing. The tale opens on a little boy in a onesie, looking ready for bed. He's holding a purple crayon scribbling all over. The boy named Harold was apparently contemplating for a while about going for an evening stroll under the moonlight. He doesn't even have shoes on. He's clearly not thinking this one through. Well, Harold goes for it. I have no clue where this little boy's parents are. I can't believe they're leaving him alone like this, to scribble all over and then go for a walk by himself. It's clear negligence. Harold needing light to go for a walk draws a moon in the sky, and then while he's at it, he draws a sidewalk. He's creating a world around him in all purple crayon. Are these drawings on a wall, or are they in a void that he lives in? One thing's for sure, they seem real in Harold's world. As he's walking down the sidewalk, he figures out he's not going anywhere, so he decides to veer off and take a shortcut to nowhere. Isn't everything in this empty world a shortcut? He just has to draw it. On that note, Harold then decides arbitrarily that he's at a good spot for a forest, and quote, he didn't want to get lost in the woods, so he made a very small forest with just one tree in it. End quote. I thought for it to be a forest, you need multiple trees. If you're going to say that, you could call anyone's potted basil plant a farm. It's absurd. Anyway, he makes that tree an apple tree. And because he's selfish and only wants the apples for himself, he draws a monster under the tree, which totally backfires and scares Harold off. Harold is so scared, he begins to shake and accidentally creates a body of water. And here we have another over-exaggeration when the author calls it an ocean. It looks to be the size of a puddle. Never ask this author about his fishing trip. He'll say he caught a blue whale when he caught a bluegill. I'll try and give him the benefit of the doubt and say, I just don't think the author or Harold knows the English language all that well. So the body of water engulfs Harold, but he thinks quick and builds himself a sailboat. But without any wind in this abyss he's in, I don't know if that was necessary. Harold goes on to create a beach and has himself a picnic on it, eating only pies. And it was a whole hell of a lot of pie. I don't know which he's going to have a stomachache from, eating all that pie or eating all that crayon the pies were drawn with. Luckily, he doesn't eat it all and draws a couple of animals to finish off the pies. And then he's on his way again. Harold is getting tired, so he starts walking up a hill he's drawing, and then a mountain he turns it into, to look for the window to his room. 
he gets himself into some trouble again by falling off the side of the mountain. But is he really falling? Because Harold just seems to be in an expanse of nothingness, and the only thing that can create land to hit would be his crayon. So wouldn't he just be continually caught in a freefall with no end unless he was stupid enough to draw a ground? Luckily, Harold isn't that dumb, and he creates himself a hot air balloon. And Harold's like, I've had enough of this shit. So he tries drawing a house with his window, but none of the windows he drew look like his. This kid goes crazy with the windows too, and eventually creates a whole city. You would think one of them would be like his window, since he knows what it looks like. But also, I can't believe it's that easy for him to get back home. I would have thought he would have had to retrace his steps. But I guess I don't know how this realm that he's in works. This story is starting to feel a little bit like the movie Cast Away. And I feel bad for Harold, because he's clearly alone, just talking to his soulless creations. And we don't know for how long he's been alone. But he goes on to draw a policeman pointing him in the direction he was planning on going. Of course. Then it hits Harold that his window had the moon framed between it. So he draws a window around the moon he previously drew, and he was home. I'm not even going to pretend I know how that worked. But I'm starting to think this kid is special. With Harold finally being home, and no parents in sight, he draws a bed and tucks himself in. And the tale ends with him leaving his crayon on the floor. Hopefully that monster he drew doesn't come back and take it. Then he's screwed. This tale leaves the reader with a lot of questions, but not in a bad way. It just sparks the imagination. One question I had throughout was where are Harold's caretakers, or any human being for that matter? Another question is, where does this take place? In Harold's mind, or some other space? I'll just say, it doesn't feel like his imagination. Also, who or what has the power to make the drawings real? Is the crayon special, or is it Harold who has the power to create a real cosmos? And if that's the case, is this a reimagination of the creation story, and Harold is a toddler god, creating the universe we now live in? Which would make a lot of sense, because it shows how even the most innocent being can accidentally create evil or dangerous works to go along with all the good they created whether it be Harold creating an apple tree that feeds, to a monster that was meant to protect, but backfires, or a mountain that allows you to see a long way, but also can cost you your life if you step the wrong way. And if it is the case that Harold is a toddler god creating our universe as we know it with a purple crayon, we have to ask, who created Harold? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Crockett's writing was highly imaginative, and he somehow kept it clean. I know that if many men were left alone and bored with a crayon that can make anything you draw real, it would have gotten lewd and obscene quick. So bravo to Crockett. I don't know if he was the first to think of this idea, having drawings come to life, but it certainly inspired many. When I read this, I was thinking of the old Nickelodeon show, Chalk Zone. It was a very similar premise, and you can't tell me this novel didn't help at least spark the idea. Moving on to Crockett's illustrations, they were simplistic, with a bald little boy in a onesie 
on a page with nothing but his purple drawings. Sometimes simple can be better though, because they were more than enough to show the idea of creating your own world with your drawings. This one is clearly a classic. While there were a few issues with semantics, and the reader was left wondering where the hell Harold was, it is sure to get many fantasizing about the opportunity to have their drawings come alive. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.9. I'll have the full bird and almost all the trimmings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.